vibras. Because we know the vibras. Welcome back to another episode of the You Know the Vibras podcast. I'm the one and only Wanda Don. And as always, I'm accompanied by Michael Carrasco. What's going what's on? Going what's going on, on, guys? Hey, what's going on, my boy? Hey, man. Chilling, chilling, chilling. Just been uh, relaxing all day Where? after, you know, helping a friend move. But after that, man, it's been a good day. Word. Well, we're going to jump right into this really quick. Uh, before we jump into this, um, I do want to say um, thank you guys for continuing supporting us. Thank you guys for, you know, liking the videos on all platforms that we are on. Thank you for watching or listening if you're doing those things. And, you know, thanks for the follower, the subscription, or the subscribe. I'm not going to say subscription because it sounds, <laughs> you know. But thanks, you guys, for supporting us. We genuinely appreciate it. If you're not subscribed, make sure you do subscribe to us on YouTube or on uh, any of the listening platforms. And if you aren't following us, make sure you follow us at, you know, the Vibras at YKTVIBRAS. Um, today is going to be a bit different. Uh, we always mention risk taking. Um, and we wanted to dedicate an episode to it where it's simply, as you see in the title, uh, or in the thumbnail is risk taking versus playing it safe. Um, you know, keep that in the back of your head. Uh, that's going to be the conversation we're going to have or debate if you want to call it that. But before we get into that, a lot has been happening in the world. (laughs) Uh, I do want to mention, um, I didn't get to talk about it last episode, uh, it might be a bit outdated to some, but um, I do want to shout out, uh, give a shout out to Mexico. Um, I do want to say something, um, man, Mexicans in Chicago go crazy for the Independence Day, man. Mm. They shut the city down. I think uh, I could say this with, with base. I think that um, it's the equivalent of like New York, uh, Dominicans in New York. Mm. Um with the parade and everything, man, they go crazy. But I think Mexicans go harder. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, they have fireworks, like, in the middle of the street, freaking big trucks, people hanging out of the trucks, flags in every car. Man, uh, man they they have a ton of pride. They literally shut the city down, bro. Like, I'm really, really, like, it's crazy. I wish you would have seen it, man. It's wild. It's nuts, man. This is my first one uh, dealing with it here in Chicago. And I'm like, man, this... It's cool because you see the cult that they really embrace their culture, right? And and the pride they don't celebrate it. Did they celebrate it in Texas or no? Uh, I think they did like uh certain things around here. But did people um, drive with flags in their car or no? I didn't see that much. Damn, so that might be just a at Chicago least, thing. At least where I'm at, at least where I'm at. Um, hmm. but yeah, I didn't see too many flags. Okay, that's weird, yeah, because here, I'm telling you, every car, same thing with the Puerto Rican. Um, right. Wait, now that I think about it, no shade to Puerto Rico, but they're not celebrating independence, so what would they be celebrating here in the, the Puerto Rican parade? Uh, but they go crazy here. They go the crazy. The discovery of, of Puerto Rico, I think they, that's... They celebrate something. I don't know, but yeah. they go crazy, too. They go crazy, too. <laughs> but I don't know. It's not independence, but I don't know what they're celebrating, but yeah. um, shout out to Puerto Rico. <laughs> But yeah, uh, moving on as well, man. Um, today, man, it, well, as we speak, Sunday, a lot of eventful stuff in football has been going on. First thing, mm. we started off with the eventful news of Usher being the halftime performer for this year's Super Bowl. What do you? How do you feel about that, man? How do you feel about Usher? How do you guys feel about Usher? <sighs> Comment down below if Usher was the right choice or who would you guys choose for your Super Bowl performance? Who do you think would be a better fit for the Super Bowl halftime show, um, this year's Usher, 
Um, who do you think? Mm-hmm. And I and I'll give my my answer as well. Yeah, that that didn't he do do the halftime show? Not like no, this no. this is gonna be his first time. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a good choice, but I feel like they could have picked up a lot more people, right? Mm-hmm. Um. I think on the group chat we were discussing maybe having like Bad Bunny, but then again, Bad Bunny doesn't have uh, like a lot of uh, English, uh, English, uh, yeah, like songs. But it will be good to bring like the the Spanish speaking, um, what do you call it, community into football for those that don't watch football. Um, but I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, there were a lot of a lot of other different options that I would say personally I would go with. Who would uh, you have chosen, like, though? Maybe like one Drake. person. One person. Okay, yeah, facts. That's who I would say. That's who I would say. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, he he's the like the biggest uh, artist right now. Um, yeah. Every time, everything that he makes goes crazy. So, I mean, I could see him definitely doing it in the near future. Mm-hmm. I think maybe he didn't do it for this uh, Super Bowl because he's probably gonna be super, you know drained from the uh, show from the tour the, the, the yeah. tour he's doing um so i could definitely see him in the future uh drake was definitely would have been my choice but i feel like they more so go for people they're gonna give you like dancing so it's always been like right. those pop, you know dancers yeah like r&b uh you know what i mean like you know bruno mars weekend uh michael jackson you know people of that nature mm-hmm. um but bad bunny i wouldn't count out either because he did do a slight performance when J-Lo and Shakira did their thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that got a lot of backlashes because it was Spanish speakers or whatever. Uh, right, right. But and the only then, way, like know. I was going to say, the only way I could see Bad Bunny doing it is if it were in Miami again or if it were in like a, a Spanish populated area. That way tickets, I mean, tickets are going to sell anyway, but for right. people to, to be more uh, you know, invested in it. Because not only... Do people in the United States watch the Super Bowl? You know, there's people from all over throughout the world. They don't even watch football during the year. They just turn it on for the halftime show. It's such a huge... I remember in DR when I was there, people were telling me, wow, the Super Bowl, like, you know, they were saying, like, they watched the Super Bowl. I'm like, what the heck? This is crazy. Right. (laughs) You would never (laughs) expect football in DR, but, you know... Last place I would expect football, man. (laughs) Right. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I definitely... Usher has a ton of hits. Um, so oh, yeah, I definitely he got, think he, he, got a lot I think, of hits. I think it's going to be a great show. Um, also, you, you know, think... Rihanna got a lot of backlash. So I think, you know, he definitely has a a low floor, you know, going in. Like, he, he, it's little things that he could do to mess up, you know, because Rihanna has such much backlash from her performance. Right. Due to her pregnancy and everything. So. Right, right. I do, I do, I do want to ask. Do you think he will he will bring that boy uh, Romeo Santos? On that w- I was thinking that that would be phenomenal. <laughs> but I don't think so. That would be so. that would be like the great song to to end it with, bro. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think he will do it. I don't think he will do it. But it would be fire though. Romeo, I would wish Romeo would do a freaking halftime. But I doubt it. That would never. Be nah, good. that that would be uh, that would be a draw, man. <laughs> That would yeah, be like a facts. like a far stretch right there. Yeah, facts, facts, facts. I mean, Daddy Yankee could do a halftime show in the future. True. You know what True. I mean? They could they could just do like a Latin fusion. I feel like if they do it in Miami again, they could do a Latin fusion. Like, you know, bring out all the heavy mm-hmm. hitters. Um, nah, that but is yeah, true. But yeah, moving forward, keeping it in football. Um, uh, recent victory from the Miami Dolphins. Crazy number, Crazy. 70 to 20. Against the Dolphins, first time in the home opener history for the Dolphins, or I think in general in the NFL, 
for a team to put up 70 points, which is nuts. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's a basketball score, a lopsided basketball score. <laughs> facts. Facts. Nah, I agree. They, they went crazy today. They went crazy. Yeah. And, and this just goes to show you, man, we're living in an era where records are broken. broken. Every like, I just keep getting broken, and they keep getting broken. And that goes with deals, like you know, contracts, mm-hmm. also records on the fields, um, and the sports themselves. It goes to show you, like, where where the uh, time and age where, you know, the level of talent with these athletes that are coming through is like it gets better each and every year, and this is good for us because we get to you know see the treat, you know. Unless exactly. you're a Denver Broncos fan, you know, and you're just like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Damn, why did uh, it have to be us? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's cool and interesting, and it gives the sport more life, you know, and it makes it more interesting for those that may think that the sport goes by slow or whatever. When you have a high-scoring game like that, it keeps people engaged, so that's good. Exactly. exactly. In other news, keeping it in football. Travis, we sound like TMZ or something. Travis Kelsey right? and Taylor Swift's rumors of dating are officially official. She was spotted mm. in uh, an Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City um, supporting Travis next to Travis's mom. So if you're next to mom Dukes, you got to be official now. You're in so, there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're, you're in, there. in there. Super, super random uh, relationship. Facts. But, uh, I think he shot his shot and he and it landed. So I mean, that's cool. That's very cool because yeah. because Travis had a lot of backlash from his previous relationship. I think because uh, I don't know if that I need to look it up. But uh, how do you feel about this relationship? While I look up the the what Travis was going mm-hmm. through, how do you feel about this this uh this uh mix? I mean, heaven? like like you said, it's like the the most random like. Last two people that would expect to be in a relationship, but I mean it's all good, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like uh, it's good. F- I mean, just like the fans that she brings in, not just looking at it from from a standpoint of okay, she can introduce a whole new mm-hmm. um, type of uh, fans to football type of thing, right? No, and and he's set now. He's set. You know, one of the richest, if not richest, artists, music artists after even a successful tour uh, mm-hmm. that she had had. Um, she has loyal crowd, uh, loyal fans, and she's not done yet. She's still relatively young. You oh know yeah, I mean? so yeah. She still has a retirement tour to do. You know what I mean, and stuff like that. Exactly. Um. Okay, so so this is the thing about Travis Kelsey. A source close to the celebrity couple says that uh, Travis Kelsey put a 50-50 rule in place that him and his ex-girlfriend Kayla would split every bill down the middle, including dinners, mm. trips, and more. This has raised, eye- raised eyebrows because Travis was obviously the breadwinner, and it just seemed like they could never come to an agreement because she would never want to pay for half of anything. Mm. And he kept making her pay for half for five years. So she didn't ever want to do a 50-50 split. This has always been a controversial thing in relationships. Um, but how do you feel about this in, in relationships? Like, at least when there's a celebrity side, you know what I'm saying? When there's someone that's making a ton of money, is it justifiable? Or if if, if he, because it seems like he established this early on that um, right that it was going to be a 50-50 split. I mean that that's all. It's all communications. I, I feel at the end of the day, uh, like you know, there's couples that do diff- do it differently. You know, maybe somebody takes care of certain bills, somebody takes care of other bills. Right. Uh, 
But I mean, if it's something that was agreed upon during the beginning stages of the relationship, I feel like you just got to go through it, brother. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's definitely something I feel like you got to understand each other's financial. Uh, exactly. You know what each other is making, and also if one week, if you know someone is struggling at one point, you could help them. Um, right. But I'll tell you this. He's not going to have to deal with that no more. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Him that is very true. We're going to be well off. Trust me. Yeah. Well off. Yeah. They're going to be fine. Yeah. They're going to be fine. But uh, even that, uh, and the, now, you know, we're going to shift over to the conversation after we caught up on some sports stuff there. Um, let us know if you guys want to continue hearing about sports here on the podcast. We have a, I mean, we love sports and we have a lot of stuff to oh, yeah, talk 100%. about, but I feel like we have to treat our, you know, listeners and, you know, not everyone wants to listen to sports, but let's shift over here to risk taking versus playing it safe. Before we get into this, there's a quote that Michael has for you guys and let's hear that and then we're going to jump right into it. Yeah, man, we haven't done quotes in a little bit, so we, I feel like we're going to be a little rusty with this one. <laughs> uh, but this quote is, uh, I'm, I'm going to say the quote first and then I'm going to say who is it by. So the quote says, take the first step in faith. You don't have to see the whole stair. You just have to take the first step. That was said by Martin Luther King. We already know who Martin Luther bro, King is. Bro, no way you repeated a quote on you know the video. Did we, did we repeat a quote? Yes. No way. Bro. <laughs> no way. You, you lie, bro. I swear to you, bro. I don't think so, bro. I don't think so. Wow, man! You repeating? Well, y'all let us know. Us, well, that's that's a good quote. Um, Damn! But is it a repeated quote for real? Yes, you repeated it, man. I'm telling you, bro. Damn, I've heard that quote man. from you before, man. No, I, I don't think. Yes, I'm sir. gonna have to look at my notes, but I don't think you, so. I don't think man. so. I think I said there was one that was probably close to it. No, you mentioned stair, you mentioned stair, staircase and and quotes. Man. I'm telling you, bro. You're gonna see. I'm gonna show you later on. Anyways, let's just all right. Like that just do happen, it. <laughs> this is how that didn't happen. You let me down, bro. Man, what's up? What's up with you, man? Oh my god, man. Bro. I don't think I repeated the quote. Oh my god, bro. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, you, you really you really let us down, man. All right, let's just move on and, and get into the conversation then, man. Uh, so risk taking. Um, what is it? What is risk taking to you? And what do you feel like is the uh, the difference between you know playing it safe and risk taking? Yeah, for me, uh, risk taking will be kind of like going outside of the uh, societal uh, norm, like you know the whole get a job, you know, type of thing. For me, risk-taking is more like stepping out of your comfort zone, trying something that you have never done before, try something that's not everybody will try to do type of thing. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, playing it safe, we're just going by what's, just, you know, the quote-unquote path that society has for us. Right. Nah, for sure. So I feel like risk-taking has, is basically anything that has to do with you doing something abnormal or something you're not used to doing. So like you said, something you're not comfortable with or something out of your comfort zone. Uh, the reason you're not comfortable with this is because you are playing it safe. So when you mm -hmm. play it safe, you're just, it sounds super cliche, you're comfortable, you're in a, a relaxed state, um, you know, you're not really thriving for more. You're not, you know, knocking down that door to see, you know, what you're capable of and risk-taking. You're, you know, 
seeing these things. You're exceeding expectations. You're, you know, trying new things to see what you're capable of. You're willing to, you know, do something that although you never thought you would do it, now that you're seeking better for a better version of yourself, you're, you know, doing other things, you know, to see what you could you could do. So basically, say for instance, um, like we in our case, risk taking right. is, you know, moving states. Uh, yeah. There's probably was a point in time where you're in, you know, you're you feel comfortable, like we've said in the past, and you know, you're okay with that, but then it gets to a point where you you feel like, man, this is boring. That's, you know, an example of, you know, playing it safe when you're bored. <laughs> you know what I mean? And everything is repetitive. So it got to the point where we were like, man, there's more out there. And by taking the risk, you get to see what's out there. So I feel like that's very important, in my opinion. And between the two, uh, I feel like taking risks is always going to be more beneficial. Although you could play it safe depending on the situation. Say it could be right. a monetary thing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, say you have large amount of money and you're comfortable. Mm-hmm. Now, taking the risk is you going out there and gambling. <laughs> you know what I mean? Facts. And losing it. So <laughs> and losing there, it, yeah. There's going to be a two-sided thing to this where playing it safe can be good, taking a risk can and be taking good. Taking a risk can be good. And also yeah. where playing it safe could be bad and taking a risk could be bad. Yeah, but I mean, you can also take risk while playing it safe as well, like at the same time. Like, for example, let's say the, the whole gambling situation, let's say you got money. You can take the risk, like, you know, maybe let's say you take like a small portion of your money and then you risk that to get more. And that that's like essentially like if you're in business, if you're a business owner, you're taking that risk. You're taking, you know, a portion of your money and you're risking it to maybe double or 10x that amount uh, through whether it is a service, a product or whatever you do. Right. Um, would you say there's... a uh any time that you felt like you were a bit indecisive on taking a risk and yet you took a risk and you, you are glad you took the risk. Yeah. That's moving out here, man. Of, okay. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, I mean, I feel like the biggest risk that I have taken in my life has been moving, moving to Houston, man. It's just because it's, I never thought I, I was planning on moving somewhere else, but I never, thought about moving all the way you know half across the country i don't know anybody here uh don't have any family near over here so it was a huge risk you know all the things that could have gone sideways but like you said when you take risks and everything works out it's highly beneficial because now i'm in a situation you know i'm in a bigger city where i don't know where i could possibly run into a celebrity and maybe form a a, uh, a relationship that way mm-hmm. or I'm in front of way more eyeballs than what I used to be. And I have, like you say, I have the chance of uh, running to somebody that could be like a, like, like a quote unquote YouTube celebrity or social media celebrity. And, you know, we can get content out of that or right. try to. Right. Um, I mean, that's definitely important. I feel like uh, a move is always very challenging. It's definitely mm-hmm. a risk unless, um, how can I say this? Unless the situation is already like pre-planned for you, like say for instance, right. you already have you know 
uh, a good paying job. You know people there. Mm-hmm. You have a place, a car. You know every, everything is set. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Right. It's not as much of a risk. I mean, it is a risk because you're moving, but it's not as much of a challenge that you're gonna face there. Um, I do want to say this. Um, the I think one of the more important things with risk taking, and why it's important to do it is um. Because at the end of the day, when you take risk, well, how about this? If you don't take risk, you're always prone to have regrets. Ooh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So that's the problem. When you don't take risk, you're like, man, what if I would have did this? Mm-hmm. Or, man, I should have did this. What would have happened if I did this? You know what I'm saying? But when you take the risk, you limit those things because you're living in those moments instead of being a what-if person. So I feel like that's definitely one of the more important things about this is the regrets aspect of risk taking, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and like I said, you always got to give both sides uh, a uh, uh, floor because, right. you know, there could be regrets after taking a risk. No, I agree. I agree. So I think it all depends and it's all relative to um, the, the, how do I say this? how realistic, you know, those things could be. Because if it's something that, you know, uh, if you're going to take a risk and you know the outcome is not going to be good, you know what I'm saying? Then, right. then you're asking for regrets to happen or you, you're expecting regrets. Yeah. But if it's something that you feel like, you know, is going to be productive or it's going to be something where you're going to benefit from it, then that's where you don't limit, like you limit yourself to regrets. You know what I mean? No, I agree. I, I, I was going to say exactly that, like, uh, you having a regret about taking a risk is all depends on the outcome that you get. Like, you know, as always, it's it's always easy to bring the whole gambling sample because let's say you 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 risk a hundred dollars, but somehow out of nowhere that hundred dollars ended up becoming twenty thousand. That's a favorable, you know, that's something that you won't get have regrets about. But let's mm-hmm. say and the other situation could have been you risk a hundred dollars and you lose it, and you, of course you're gonna have regrets about doing that. Um, I feel like definitely the the outcome has a a major role on whether you feel like any regret towards the situation, uh, as well as the situation as well that that you're in. Right. I mean, where would you say it's beneficial to play it safe? Then, like, where where are some some examples of playing it safe that you think? are are understandable man honestly if if it's if you at least for me if the risk is because you 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 can definitely have like a what what is called like a risk threshold like i can only take so much risk right Mm -hmm. so i will play to that and then i'm not going above that but I mean, if it's, if the outcome is not favorable, of course, don't even take the risk play save 100%. Well, there could be or some times the, where risk taking can be addictive, though, in a bad way. Ah, no, nah, I agree. I agree. So that's probably where, when playing it safe could be a good idea. Because mm-hmm. you, you could, you know, limit yourself to, you know, internal damage. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I mean, and the the other thing, like where I'm definitely playing it, always playing it safe is like whether it's something that that can impact my health or my life, you know, mm-hmm. something that that can impact me, uh, like greatly in a negative way. I'm definitely playing it safe. Hmm. 
So, so which one would you say you lean? Are you more a risk taker? Or are you a person that plays it safe? Like, what, what I would mean, you describe yourself as. For me, I feel like I'm apart more, from moving, bro. I, I'm I'm more of a risk taker. Um, you know, I mean. I'm in sales, so I'm taking risks every single day talking to people, you know, mm-hmm. trying to get sales and stuff like that. So, and then the whole side of uh, the, what I, I don't speak a, a lot about is like, you know, the businesses and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I'm definitely a risk taker. Um, yeah, I mean, there's certain situations where I would definitely play it safe. But... For for the most part, for well, the most part, silence, bro. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to say something else, but nah. yeah, no. For the for the most part, I'm definitely a risk taker, uh, and and like you say, it's something that I wouldn't say it's addicting, but it has a thrill to it, where you can take a risk and then assuming that everything goes right 100 percent of the time is the best feeling ever. It's like yes, right. I took this risk and I got. I got exactly what I wanted. Right. And sometimes that's that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you take the risk, everything that you wanted to happen, happen, and you got a good outcome. Right. Right. Um, I think the problem is, uh, like when I say addictive, some people, you know, like say, for instance, when you said $100 and turn it into 20000 or whatever. Right. You know, people <laughs> see that and they keep going at it and they risk it all even, you know what I'm saying, and do bigger risk and then they lose right, everything. Right, right. So I feel like it all depends on how you do it. Um, I think I'm more neutral. I definitely play it safe to an aspect of like, I'd rather let things come to me and then see how I manage with, oh, should I take a risk or should I chill on this one? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, instead of just right. risk take, risk take, risk take, risk take. You know what I'm saying? I think it all depends. Um, and it has to be relative to what you want in life. And if it's something that's immediate impact, then you have to take the risk. Because if it's right. something that you could put on the back burner or whatever, you'd be like, I can come mm-hmm. back to it. But if it's something that needs immediate attention and you need to take a risk to do so, like, for instance, moving, like, the time you know you you get older with fear so it's a tick, exactly. uh, ticking bomb so like you got to take a risk like hmm, i gotta go now before i gotta go now have kids yeah. have families have whatever you know what i'm saying then it becomes more of a challenge to do and it's not as easy to get your stuff and go and you know try something so i think it all has to be relative to what you want and what you're trying to get to in life um i think the biggest problem of those who aren't risk takers though and this is something I'm going to finish up with here for me, exactly, uh, mm-hmm. at least. I think those who don't risk take uh, are more afraid of failure than the risk taking itself. Mm. So when you fear failure, I feel like that's something that limits you to what it limits you to many things. It limits you to the ability of knowing what you're capable of and it limits you to the ability of, you know, seeing, you know, past the present and seeing into the future. Um, because you're like, man, you're, you're kind of already expecting the risk to fail. So you're, right. you're already having that failure in your head. So I feel like in life, you kind of have to expect good things. And it's all like the manifestation thing. When you manifest good things, good things happen. So if you're manifesting negative things or, you know, failure and all this stuff, it's prone to happen. Sooner or later, it's going to happen. Uh, and this is true. Like you got to live your life, like, you know, think positive, think, you know, the best outcome. And although, like I said, if it's something that needs your attention and you have to take a risk, you have to leave something behind, you got to move from something, you got to, you know, change something in your life. 
just take the risk and let God handle the rest. You know what I mean? There's a reason why, you know, success doesn't come to those that are just playing it safe. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> Unless right. you're born into generational wealth. But, uh, right. yeah, so I think definitely failure is one of the, the big, uh, you know, reasons to those who, like, you know, fear of failure is one of the reasons for those who don't want to take uh, risks. Um, and to wrap it up here, what would you say is your advice for, to those who do fear, uh, you know, failing? And uh, lack, you know, the risk taking trait, um, and we'll wrap it up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the main thing is uh, start start taking like small risks. Like you gotta you gotta go slowly. Like if you if you don't take risk at all in your life, and you want to start taking more risks, start with the little things, uh, and then you can go from there. And like I said, everybody has a threshold when it comes to taking risks. Like for some people, you know, they risk everything every single day, but some people are, they're, they're more, I would say strategic with how they take risk. And I, that, that's, that, that will say be the number one advice I would give somebody is start slowly taking small risks daily and then go from there and then you can build your threshold. Right. And definitely like have a plan and, mm-hmm. uh, Plan A, plan B, you know, plan B for sure. Exactly. Um, you know, because, I mean, who are we to say every risk is going to work out? You know what I mean? Right. There's right. risks that are, are prone not to work, but don't expect mm-hmm. it not to work. You know what I'm saying? Think it's going to work. And when you think it's going to work, although it doesn't, you already have the plan B ready and you're going to attack the plan B even harder. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, so that way you could succeed. And although it's not what you wanted, you know, you could succeed elsewhere, but still find success. Because, you know, and that go, that that goes back to like for instance in college, mm-hmm. uh, you know many people go in with an idea of a certain major, right? But the path is something else. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, no, this is where you're better, or this is where opportunities are bigger for you, or this is where there's more opportunities in this side, and you quickly see that, and that's how you know that's Plan A and Plan B. So with the plan B, your new major, your new career path, and you attack it more and find ways to succeed and, and scale up in those in that major. You know what I'm saying? Although right. it's not what you wanted, you make it you make it like make it yours, make it like you wanted it from the first place. That way mm-hmm. you could you could take all of the the benefits from it and you know take advantage of it and actually enjoy doing it. because uh, it's very I'd say I don't know, I don't want to give a number, but it's very uncommon that the first thing you go into with college, like the first major that you end up with that major when you're finished up in school. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a right. testament to that, man. <laughs> right. Let, yeah. I, 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 you know, I want you guys to, to actually engage. I want you guys to comment how many times you think I switched majors back in college. And next week, in the next episode. And I'll let you guys know in the next <laughs> episode. So comment, right. comment. Uh, if you're listening, leave a review, let in, saying how many times you think I switched majors in college. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, if you're listening, leave a review. If you're on YouTube, leave a comment right here. Right. Yeah, guys. So thank you, guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, really quick episode. We wanted to touch on this important uh, conversation. Also touch on some interesting stuff that are going on in the football world. Um, make sure you like this video. Make sure you leave a rating on the audio platforms. It's always important to comment something on the video. Also, leave a review if you're listening. But the most important thing to us, you see where that number is at. You know, we're trying to get up to 900, guys. Come on, man. Why is it so hard to get us to 900? 
It's like we're, it's we like are. YouTube literally froze us. Do YouTube not? Oh want yeah, us to yeah. I don't, I don't know what it is, man. We, we are eight forty three. Come on, we got, we need what, sixty seven more, fifty seven more. Something. Man, my math, ain't, film, my man. math ain't mathing today. Fifty seven <laughs> more subscribers. That's how much we need. We will appreciate us, appreciate it if you guys get us to that. Um, we still, we, I'm not even going to talk about merch no more because, yeah. <laughs> And this, that's something that we could keep in the conversation. Like, we took the mm-hmm. risk of starting a podcast not knowing the challenges that it may present. You know what I mean? Facts. And uh, with time, we've seen the challenges it presents, you know, and we have learned on the fly. Luckily, we have learned on the fly with, you know, the help of each other, not having to seek mm-hmm. elsewhere. Um, and I feel like that's what makes you better you know at the end of the day at your craft is you know accepting the challenges and knowing how to overcome them on your own you know what i'm saying that's how you become better at something and the the podcast there has been a ton of challenges you know and a ton of uh stuff we were never expecting um who would have thought you know i'm saying i would have never thought virtual would have been a thing i'll be honest with you that is true uh, that is very true I was even opposed to I told Michael Like even like In, in the pandemic Or you know When they were still going on Like man We gotta find a way I just can't do that <laughs> Right And uh, we found a way But uh, it is what it is And we're still Taking advantage of this There's a lot of hurdles That come with it um, And that's part of You know The risk taking You know That we encountered That was something We weren't expecting But it became a thing um, That's right And now we're here But hey Sooner or later God willing Back in person And giving you guys Great content as always So guys Please subscribe And always Remember to subscribe And And Let's fly Peace Peace Hablamos el martes Hablamos el martes